a late 60s Czechoslovakian allegorical comedy, or the tale of a fire department's single shared testicle. Today, on Check Yourself, The Fireman's Ball. All right, welcome to Check Yourself. Uh, This is going to be a limited podcast series devoted to Czech films. I'm thinking 12 episodes. I'm John. I'm your host. And I'm hoping that this is going to be exactly what you've been looking for, exactly what you've been asking for, exactly what you've been flooding the internet, pounding your desks, doing other stuff for. A podcast series about old Czech movies by somebody you've never heard of who doesn't have any real knowledge about the topic, who doesn't have any great charisma or charm, who doesn't know how to pronounce the names of the directors. This could be fairly disastrous. Uh, the, the theme music I should mention you heard earlier was by TMS. T like tiger, M like money, S like Sardinia. TMS is a friend of mine, Mike, who I've known for... Boy, 20 years at this point. Uh, if you want to learn more about the music, go to Facebook, type, type in TMS Rocks. There's quite a bit that's available for free. He does songs about manatees, songs about cadaver labs, uh, songs about wild horses, which is not a cover of Wild Horses, the famous Rolling Stones song. So before we get into the movie itself, to talk a little bit about the format. Um, As I said, I'm John. I'm going to be covering Fireman's Ball solo this time. Hoping to have guests on future episodes. And uh, some of my friends have agreed to be guests. Yeah, I've got friends. Not trying to brag here, but got a couple. Before we really get into the meat of this episode, though, it's time for a segment. This is Check Honored or Check Bounced. All right, before me, I've got a bowl of garlic soup, which is the traditional Czech dish, as far as I know, from what I've read online. I don't really know any Czech people, and I'm not sure I've eaten any Czech food before this, so we'll see how this is. Mmm, that Czech is honored. Back to the movie. Okay, pop quiz for you. Who said this? Though I'm not the first king of controversy, I am the worst thing since Elvis Presley to do black music so selfishly and use it to get myself wealthy. Eminem or Milos Forman? That was actually Eminem, not Milos Forman, which you wouldn't know given the controversy supposedly surrounding the Fireman's Ball. Uh, This was his third film. His first was Black Peter, which sounds problematic. His second was Loves of a Blonde, which we'll cover on a future episode. But this one, in particular, depending on who you ask, was particularly controversial. Um, According to Foreman's Wikipedia page, this film was banned in his native country. According to the film's Wikipedia page, it wasn't. 
So I guess Wikipedia is just funny like that. I went to the Criterion Collection. Let me pull up what they said exactly here. Um, they said the film was, quote, shoot, now I'm not quoting exactly. Forgive me. Except when I am. So I will draw quotation marks around the words that are exact quotes so you'll know. So according to them, the film was banned forever in the country following Russia's invasion, which was the reason that Foreman actually left the country and moved to America. So the question obviously is, why was this movie so controversial? Was there uh, sex or violence? Was there sex with violent people? Was there violence with sex people? We'll dive into this after a short word from our sponsors. For centuries, he's been considered the greatest writer in the history of the English language. William Shakespeare, the immortal bard. And the immortalist of his barditry, Hamlet. Join us this fall for The Greatest Dane, a musical version of Hamlet. It'll feature such sparkling numbers as, Oh no, Ophelia, why are you dead? Hamlet's lament, everything sucks and there's nothing good to eat in the house. And Gertrude's lovely, if incestuous, torch song, as close as a mother and son can be. We bought airtime on a podcast about Czech films. Why? Because we're Americans and we're not great at geography. So what this movie is, is the story of a small town's uh, annual fire department ball. This ball is pretty much a disaster. So the first thing I should mention about this movie is it's filled with great faces. In some accounts, all the actors were um, not professionals. In some accounts, maybe just some of them were, were locals. But every one of them almost has this great, unique, sort of lived-in face. They look great. Uh, one of the guys looks like a chubby Hitler, so that's not great. But most of these people have faces that you just love to watch. Unless you only like to look at, you know, beautiful people. You pervert. Anyway, so the men from the department are planning this ball, which they do every year. This year is particularly important because they are honoring an old man, a former president of the fire department, volunteer fire department. And uh, the man, they say, is pretty close to death. But he doesn't know that. So in this society, it's illegal, apparently, for doctors to tell you that you're dying. They can tell your friends, they can tell your family, but they spare you that knowledge, which I get is kind of awful, but I also feel like, you know, when I'm dying, if someone tells me that I'm dying, I'm just going to scream from that moment until the moment that they actually drop me into the grave. So I can sort of see both sides, I guess. Um, and... Yes, they're going to present him with this beautiful axe as this kind of memento and tribute to everything he did as as a, as president and member of this department. So it's an important one. And when you have an important event, right, you want to have pretty girls there. So they decide that they're going to have a beauty pageant. The ball begins and they begin searching the crowd for attractive young women to talk into competing. They're not tremendously diplomatic or savvy about this. 
at one point they're talking to a, a woman or a young woman who's clearly kind of uncomfortable. Her friend walks up and says, hey, what's going on? And the first girl whispers into her ear what's happening. And that second girl laughs and says, oh, but why? The response she gets is, uh, no, not you. We chose this young lady. Um, there's also a, a, a table full of raffle prizes. But the prizes keep diminishing because they keep getting stolen. Or they get knocked over by the couple having sex underneath the table. You know how it goes. At one point, a woman who was, uh, well, a, a fire department member opens a purse and finds that there's stolen head cheese. One of the prizes was head cheese. And the the woman who owns the purse, the owner of the purse, looks at him and says, um, you know, you and your, something like you and your idiotic honesty. Why do you have to be so honest? Everybody does this stuff. So anyway, they assemble the girls who are uh, to be in a beauty pageant. One of them takes off her dress to reveal a bathing suit. Nobody asked her to wear a bathing suit. She just assumed that there, there would be a bathing suit number, I guess. And some of the men who were formerly not that enthused about this, this prospect of this pageant are now fairly enthused. One of them says, the bathing suit is another cup of tea. And I'm assuming that that's a literal translation of a, a sort of idiomatic Czechoslovakian phrase. I've never heard that before. Um, that's another cup of tea. Like a hamburger? I don't know. A blue cheeseburger? Well, that's another cup of tea you got there. So the girls, they're not thrilled about participating. The reason I say that is because they run away when they're meant to be on stage. In the chaos, this sort of heavy set older woman crowns herself the beauty. So it gets pretty chaotic. Um, thankfully, at least according to the firemen, or the look on their faces anyway, there's a siren that cuts through. There must be a fire. So this is when the, the movie kind of becomes a, a different movie, at least briefly. There's this amazing fire scene. There's yellow flames against a black sky. There's a siren. There's this bell tolling in the distance. Not a lot of dialogue. Um, suddenly, everything's much more serious. And you're reminded that these sort of goofy bumblers that we've seen throughout the film are people who actually put their lives at risk to keep people safe and keep property safe. So they save an old man. Um, they get him out. They sit him on this chair far enough from the flames to be safe. And there's a woman who stands in front of him to block his view, which I think is great. She she says, you know, I don't want him to watch everything he's ever owned burn to the ground. Um, he complains about being cold. It's, it's winter outside. So the firemen... <laughs> They move his chair a little closer to the flames to help keep him warm, which is just a beautiful touch. And one that I know in Roger Ebert's essay on the film, he, he singles out as a great moment. So they try, but they're not able to save the house. You know, somebody, somebody brings out a table and they set out drinks and there are women and like maid outfits serving. And there's this kind of quiet, wordless singing in the background. And they've they failed. That the house burns down to the ground. So back at the ball, 
Amen. Um, asked people to start donating their raffle tickets. So he's got this silver plate. He's walking around saying, hey, this old man's lost everything. It would be great if he could get the prizes. With all this dialogue, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Um, a woman watching this tells her husband, hey, we got to stop this. He asks why, and she says, because all the prizes have been stolen. <laughs> so it's too late to stop the ceremony, though. The old man who his house burned down is presented with the tickets. But this isn't money, he says, which is great. There are still a couple of prizes left on the table, but not a lot. Um, the current president takes a stand and says, you know what? This is terrible. I'm going to turn the lights off. And when I do, everybody who stole prizes, you need to put that stuff back. Doesn't matter who did it. You know, not trying to get people in trouble. But this is really important. Lights go out. So the lights come back on. All the prizes are gone. So what can you do? Uh, near the end of the film, there's the presentation of that axe, a ceremonial axe to the former president. Or they, they would present it. They try to. It's, it's in the box or should be in the box. But, of course, it's been stolen, too. And when the former president, who gave this really kind of touching speech about his honor and how moved he was at receiving this gift, the smile on his face, the sort of twinkling smile and the look in, the eye, in his eyes when he opens it is just perfect. I think it's the best shot in the film, honestly. So, you know, it brings me back to that question from earlier. Why is this a controversial movie? I think it beca it's because it shows the country and it shows life under communist rule as, I, uh, as of course, not great. The fire department is kind of bumbling. You know, they don't save the house in the end. But the pageant itself is just sort of ridiculous. Um, people steal, not even necessarily out of a great need, but they just out of this sort of shabby kind of poverty uh, that was commonplace under communist rule. And, you know, thinking maybe, hey, if I don't steal, when am I going to get something like this again? When am I going to get head cheese again? Besides, everybody else is doing it, right? And it's sort of self-fulfilling at a certain point or, or, or self-sustaining. If you're at a party and nine people steal and you're the 10th person, this would be more tempting, right? It made me think about, there's this Russian writer, a woman writer named Ludmila Petrushevskaya. I'm probably slaughtering that name. Um she wrote collections of stories or stories that were collected in books with titles like there once was a neighbor. Sorry about that. There once was a woman who killed her neighbor's baby and they're great. Some of them are realistic. Some of them are fantastic. They draw a lot from folk tales and fairy tales. Um, but in, in all of them, you've got this kind of sense of the, the grind and the difficulty and the terror and just the, toughness of life under Soviet Russia. And this movie is not really that. This is milder. You don't get the impression that people are going to starve, right? People all look like they're doing pretty well. Um, but you could easily see the fire department standing in for the Communist Party. And 
seeing that, you can sort of understand why Milos Forman had to leave Czechoslovakia. So, afterward, he came to America and began making films. Uh, and there, there are films that you know, or at least many of them are. So, films like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Amadeus, uh, The People vs. Larry Flint, the kind of movies that your, your hip aunt likes, right? So where does this leave the, the fireman's ball, and where does it fit into his oeuvre? His oeuvre. His works. You know, I think it is a... It's not a masterpiece, right? It's not ambitious enough to be one. And that's fine. It's 73 minutes of, of charm and humor... It tells a small story, but it, it tells it pretty well. And a lot of it feels real. A lot of it feels like it may have been a documentary. And I think that's, that's pretty impressive. In the end, I give it four out of five bowls of garlic soup. And so that's it. That's it for this first episode of Check Yourself. I hope it wasn't terrible. Whether or not it was... Would love to hear your feedback or your suggestions for future movies uh, or your complaints or lamentations or solicitations or another word, a strong word to end on. So... If interested, please send your feedback to checkyourselffilms at gmail.com. It's all one word, but there are two Fs, of course. Yourself ends in an F, and films starts with an F, which I don't need to tell you because you're smart. Again, that's checkyourselffilms at gmail.com. Next time, the fabulous Baron Munchausen. And good news, we'll have a guest. Will it be a male guest? A female Someone who's both, or neither, only time will tell. Peace, bitches. Check yourself.